You are listening to the Effective Statistician Podcast, a weekly podcast with Alexander Schacht and Benjamin Pieske, designed to help you reach your potential, lead great science, and serve patients without becoming overwhelmed by work. Today we are talking about why just being brilliant at stats doesn't bring you far. A little bit of tough love from my side. I hope you stay on it. Today I'm talking about a topic that is very, very close to my heart because I want us statisticians to have an impact. I truly believe that if we make better decisions with our data, in our day-to-day -day jobs, in our companies, in our organizations, then we can truly have a much bigger impact on the overall success of these organizations. And for that, being brilliant at stats is really, really important. But it's not the only one to be good at. And in this episode, I will talk a little bit about my experience in that regard. Good examples, bad examples, and what you can learn from it. So this is a little bit of tough love from my side. I hope you understand that it really comes from my heart and that it's there to help you be great in your job. I'm producing this podcast in association with PSI, a community dedicated to leading and promoting the use of statistics within the healthcare industry for the benefit of patients. PSI doing a lot in this regard and is doing a lot in terms of statistics, but there's also a lot going on beyond the pure stats part. So have a look out for these as well. Join PSI today to further develop your statistical capabilities with access to the video on demand content library, free registration to all PSI webinars and much, much more. Just visit the PSI website at psiweb.org to learn more about PSI and become a PSI member today. Welcome to another episode of The Effective Statistician. This is Alexander Schacht and today we want to talk a little bit about how much investment in statistical, technical, methodological skills do you need and how you can balance that with other skills. So first I want to talk about a couple of statisticians I know. I'm having many of these in mind, but, but two in particular. And um, they were really, really good on the methodological side had a lot of skills in that regard. However, they struggled very often that they couldn't get their point across because it wasn't directly connected to a real business need. And they were more driven by applying fancy techniques than by answering real business problems. And sometimes a business problem just needs a t-test or something like this. Or maybe it's not feasible to do anything. And then, you know, the most sophisticated approach will not help you. Also, because sometimes, you know, there's these side projects that look really, really interesting and where you can um, apply brilliant stats. Both had a tendency to actually work on irrelevant or very not so relevant topics. 
And so they wasted a lot of time on these things that didn't really turn the needle, that didn't have a bigger impact. And when you want to have an impact on the business, you need to work on the projects that do have an impact, not on these tiny things that, you know, look a little bit like pet projects to others. And if you want to be promoted, if you want to advance in your career, people higher up in the organization will not be so interested in terms of what sophisticated model you have used, but what impact it generated. So great statistics is of course cool, but only if it's associated with impact. Another topic that both of them had is that they lost a lot of arguments, discussions with, with other people. So one of them was very, very often getting into these arguments and then, you know, losing them because he wasn't good in the communication skills. He wasn't good in handling difficult situations. He wasn't good in, you know, avoiding difficult situations in terms of managing them well. So, so very often when you get into a difficult dis discussion, something went wrong beforehand. And so investing in relationships and trust very often prevents, you know, difficult conversation to spiral out of control. And they didn't do that. The other person was not getting into trouble there so much, but because he was more getting into trouble because he completely avoided these kind of discussions and completely backed out of them and was just, you know, very often doing what he was told and then not being good on pushing back. And that also leads to problems because then you may do some weird things that actually don't make a lot of sense because you don't know how to appropriately push back. Lots of business partners, especially those that think have a good understanding of stats, but maybe just have a, you know, mediocre understanding, surely very often much less understanding than you, but they come with a very, very big authority and a big, maybe a big ego, they may push statisticians that are not good in communication skills to do actually bad stats. And all these things can lead to bad reputations for the statisticians. Yeah, so they are known to, you know, don't have an impact. They are known to work on ivory tower projects, you know, projects that are great from a methodological side, but don't really have an impact, you know, look like academic projects, but this is not academic, you know, this is a, is a business setting. So you need to have a business impact. And then that often leads to bad ratings by the supervisors because in compared to other statisticians that work on good things, maybe not as technical, but get lots of very, very good feedback from their business partners and where people love to work forward, where they get a lot of things done because they work so smoothly with their business partners. They 
know how to work on the important things. They can display what they are actually having an impact on. They get the better ratings and more the bonuses and the other ones get the bad ratings and potentially no bonuses at all. And that leads very often to frustration and demotivation. And especially if you're an ambitious statistician and you want to move forward and you know that you're statistically very, very skilled and that is all true, but you can't show the impact, you can't really turn the needle, then that is really demotivating. If for the next promotion you're asked to provide the impact, yeah, and there's really nothing that you can say about it because you potentially don't even know what's the overall impact of the, um, the project was. Yeah? Not so well in terms of, oh yeah, we submitted this paper, but, but how did it you know, fit into the bigger picture? Was that a paper that you know, really had an impact, that was used by lots of other people in the company, that was crucial for backing up regulatory submission or an HTA submission, that is, you know, helps to mitigate a risk? Where is it coming from? Yeah. So, and what is the impact of your work? So that is really, really important. Also, people that fall into these kind of categories, they go specifically to stats conferences and only the statistical sessions. More and more, all these different conferences also offer sessions on learning how to better speak, how to better communicate, how to better present, how to better negotiate, all these other, let's say, non-technical skills. And if you're only listening here to the technical episodes, maybe, maybe you belong to this group. Have a thought about it. I want you all to really, really be performing in your, in your jobs. I want you to reach your potential, to lead great science, have an impact. Don't only read the stats books and the stats articles. Of course I understand why we all love statistics. Well, that's, you know, why we studied it, that's why we went into this job, that is kind of our comfort zone. I completely get that. And I've been there for sure. I've been there for many, many times where, you know, many, many years where I really only focused on that. Our all overall education is focused on it. We get hired for it in the first place. We get a lot of peer recognition for that. Yeah, so, so there's a lot of academic pressure to do these kind of sophisticated things. But only investing into this makes basically sure that you get frustrated. So also invest in all the other skills. Invest in presentation skills. Invest in communication skills. Understand how the bigger picture is. How you can increase your impact by working more on the projects that really have an impact and working less on the projects that don't so much have an impact. 
Yeah, there's always kind of personal judgments that we need in terms of is here good enough yeah for for a certain project that just maybe needs to get done and then maybe don't invest too much time into it just get it completed and focus more on those projects that really turn the needle there have an impact there you know Think more on you, how you can best explore the data, how you can best design the study, how you can best communicate the results. That is really, really important. Invest in your relationships so that you can become an equal partner with the other contributors in your team. So that it's not that you're just a supporter, just a you know, just a person that um, speaks when being asked, but a contributor. You know, we are statisticians in our companies. And if you look into the, all the other functions, they think beyond just their expertise. They think, at least the successful ones, think beyond their expertise to have an impact. They use their background expertise to overall contribute uh, to the different topics. So think about that, that you're first and foremost, you are a contributor to the success of the company and you, you can use your technical skills together with lots of other skills to move this forward. If you get offered training or if you can attend at a conference, yeah, look out for synonyms that are these leadership skills that I'm talking about. And I'm not talking about here supervisory skills. Yeah, it's not about how to have a one-to-one -one with your team or with your team members or how to lead a team meeting, you know, where you have all your direct reports. It's about the cross-functional influence. It's about how you can lead the scientists, the physicians, the business people that you work with and how you can convince them. So it's about influencing skills. It's about communication. Communication is so, so important. All the different parts of communication. It starts with being a good listener. Yeah, that's one thing that we very, very often forget about communication. It starts with good listening skills. Then it's about good presentation skills. It's about good interpersonal communication skills. And these help you to build relationships with people. And relationships with people are really fundamental to make things smooth because through these relationships, you build your network and you build the trust with people. And if other people trust you and you can trust other people, that speeds up processes so much that helps to avoid misunderstandings, that helps to avoid miscommunications, that helps to avoid, you know, difficult arguments because the other people trust that you have good intentions and you trust that their intentions is good. You know where they have their hot buttons and they know where you have your hot buttons. And this helps to really get a great team. And great teams are so fun to work on. So invest in that. Also invest in skills like negotiation skills. Yeah, so, so we very often have these situations where, hmm, what is now the most important thing? Is it quality? 
Is it time? Is it budget? It, what is the most important thing? And we can come up with all kinds of different solutions. And very often statisticians are not so interested in the timelines or in the budget, but they're more interested in the quality of the data and the quality of the decisions. And if we are not good on the dis, uh, negotiation side, then things are just driven by timelines and budget. And this very often leads to poor quality decisions. And I want you to be advisors of good quality, of great signs. And that sometimes needs a little bit longer and that sometimes costs a little bit more. But overall, you can save a lot of money. You can save a lot of time because working on bad signs is very often very costly and in the long run delays things. So we all know that, but we need to be good in explaining that, in negotiating about that, because otherwise, you know, we get really frustrated by it because it's always about the timelines, it's always about the budget, and it's never about the science. I think we are really a great function to speak about the science, to speak about the quality of the data and the quality of the decision making. Because in the end, it's very often someone else that makes a decision. It's a regulator, it's a payer, it's a customer that makes a decision. And it's not so much about we do the decisions or our team or even our business does a decision. Others are making the decisions. And if our data is not good for making decisions, then overall decisions will be poor. So having great negotiation skills is really important. The other thing that I think is really, really important is presentation skills. I've invested a lot about during my career in terms of my presentation skills. I still remember when I had my first presentation at a small local conference in Germany. And my professor, and I was doing that with a couple of other uh, students, uh, really good friends of mine, and our professor kept repeating the presentation over and over again. I don't know, I think I revised these slides 20 times and I did see rehearsal at least five, six, seven times. But that was really good. There I learned so much about how to give a good presentation. That it's about, you know, communication. It's not about you, it's about the audience. It's about making things crisp. It's about making things clear. It's about having a good structure in your overall communication. It's about having a good take-home message. It's about framing the problem. All these different things are really, really important. So presentation skills is one of the fundamental things that we need. We have all kinds of different situations where we need that. We need that in when we present a different design. We need this when we present data. We need this when we present at a conference. We need to have that when we help others do a presentation. Yeah, whether that is a team presentation or, or things like that. It's when we speak in front of customers. It's when we speak in front of key stakeholders in the company. Always is presentations and therefore presentation skills are really, really good. 
and really, really important. So balance your methodological skills with leadership skills. Please also listen to the less technical episodes in this podcast. Go to the conference sessions where you learn about non-statistical skills. Read the books that are about these leadership skills that I uh, just talked about. And speak with your supervisor about it. Maybe get a mentor about it so that you can improve these kind of things. If you do these things like a presentation, ask for feedback. I recently uh, gave a presentation, a bigger company-wide presentation, and I asked a couple of people beforehand to give me feedback afterwards. And therefore, I got really, really good feedback because they were primed to give feedback. So they listened really carefully, especially one person. Bess got a really, really fantastic feedback for me. Very, very detailed, lots of recommendations on how to improve things. And this is how you learn, especially these uh, leadership skills. You don't learn them just by listening, just by reading. You learn them by applying and then getting feedback. So invest in these skills, learn about them, then apply them and get a feedback from them. And then apply them again and get a feedback about them. This way you will have a much better career overall. So this was an episode with a little bit of tough love. And I know that is a topic that maybe is not that, you know, comfortable, maybe not that nice, maybe even not that sexy, like, you know, lots of these data science topics. But I know that is really, really important. And to be honest, the more I invested into it, the more interesting I found it. So have a look into this. Maybe there's some passion that you can also find in these topics and some fun that you can find in these topics. I can really tell you that when you dive into these, they will have a huge impact on your career. And then you may have less frustration and more fun at work. So that was a little bit of a long, 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 long rant today. I hope you enjoyed the episode. If you want to give me a little bit of further feedback about it, then write me an email or post something on LinkedIn and tag me or answer one, you know, comment on one of my posts on LinkedIn. I'm always uh, happy to when I get some, some feedback from uh, you as a listener. So with that, have a great week. This show was created in association with PSI. I hope you loved it. I hope you had a lot of fun, inspiration during this episode. And if you like this type of episode, just give me a little bit of feedback. Yeah, head over, for example, to my LinkedIn profile. And if you are not yet following me, send me a note or post something. Even better, post something about this episode. Share this link with others and comment about it. What do you think about it? Was it bad? Was it good? Any feedback is highly appreciated. I'm also thanking to Rain, who helps with this show amazingly in the background. 
and thank you for listening. Just head over to theeffectivestatistician.com where you can find the show notes and you can use this link also to share it, for example, on LinkedIn. So, reach your potential, lead great science and serve patients. Just be an effective statistician.